Yo, what's up? It's the Real Scars Podcast. Fuck. Alright. Today's topic, how to stay sane in quarantine. I mean, that's... That's a funny thing, too. You know? Like, you can't exactly stay sane. You know? Like... It's it's funny, you know? It's fuck. Yeah. Damn. 30 seconds in. Already fucked it up. <laughs> Shit. Talking to myself on a fucking phone. Oh, God. Fucking 50 seconds in. Already said fuck like nine times. Damn. Damn. Yeah. So, basically, yeah. That's the... Uh... That's the uh, the topic. How to stay sane. I recommend just keep yourself busy, you know. Try not to be get bored of something too quick, especially. Because if you get bored too quick, then you're fucked automatically. Like me, I've been doing whatever, bro. You know, I've been I've been doing music. I've been talking to my friends here and there. I reconnected with a couple things, you know. And I'm not, and I'm not mad. I did some fucked up things. Like, uh, you know what? That's even better. That's for a different topic. Another day. Another day. But yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Ugh. Staying sane. That's like, even in normal life, sometimes normal life can like, uh, it fucks with you, you know? It messes with your mentality. Like, yes. And I will be talking about everything. Every motherfucking thing. So, yeah. Like, in normal life, you could say you have a relationship, right? But one day, one of the other partners cheats on the other, right? And that fucks with the other partner's head. And even right now, if that happens... Then you still have to keep yourself, your health. You have to keep your health in order. And your sanity must be, your sanity must be protected at all costs. Because if, if you don't have sanity, then you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. And you know, I... I can respect people that say they're spreading the word of God. I just don't like it when uh, they take it too far. They try to recruit you, you know. Like, go to the church. Yes, go to the church. Give $5. Give 20 Give 50 Oh, as a matter of fact, here. I'll be like, here, take my wife also. Nah, nah, bro. But yeah, I can respect people that do that. They're trying to save people, you know. That's what I do through my music. And I believe... That God created everybody differently, you know? God created everybody differently. He didn't want no one to be the same, you know? Like, even twins, they don't have, almost all the time, they don't have the same personality. They might have the same DNA, but they sure as hell do not have the same personality. I know that for a fact. I, I, um, I had friends for twins, completely different people. Completely different people. They look alike. Oh my god! I remember I would get so confused. I forgot which mole was on the other fucking side. I'd be like, "Is this Ricky or Ramon?" Fuck! 
I don't remember. And that brings me to another point. Friends. You need friends, you know? Like, I used to be really antisocial. Like, oof. Don't even get me started, bro. Like, it was bad. I think around fifth grade, I started making, like, friend friends. I already had, like, two friends. You know? I'm not going to name drop them. Fuck, I already name dropped. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, I'm not going to say the last names, but, yeah, I had a friend named Gregory. Yeah, fell out of touch, you know. Uh, I had a friend named Dylan. Yeah, he was the homie. Funny thing is, I still have him on PS4. Never talked to him, though. It's been a year or two. Oh, yeah, friends, they keep you sane. You know, there's acquaintances. There's there's a level of friendship. No, there's a level of companionship. You have an acquaintance. You have a friend. You got a homie. You got a vato. And then you got a brother. But I'm not talking about like a blood brother. You know, like cut your fucking hands and shake shake it and rub piss on him or whatever. You know, none of that freaky shit. I'm talking about like, I got your back. If this fool pulls anything, I got you. You're having a kid, you need a ride, I got you. That type of brother, you know. Like, I got multiple of them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and as much as it's, I have to talk about it because it's still a problem. It's still a fucking problem, you know? Uh, racism. That shit, nah. Maybe one day it'll go away. Not in this century. <sighs> racism has gone on for. <sighs> Even white people are being discriminated against, you know? You might say that it's not racist to be discriminatory toward a white person but it is calling them a fucking cracker or and do not fucking go after my my head after this okay i'm just giving an example of stereotypes that people use you know and i'm not perfect you know nobody's perfect if everyone was perfect then i mean god never intended anybody to be perfect is if they were then life would be pointless and life is not pointless life does have meaning your purpose in life is to find your purpose. As, as confusing as that is, your purpose in life is to find your purpose. Like me? Who knows, you know? Oh. Okay. Oh, yes, your purpose in life is to have your purpose. Like me, yeah. My purpose could be making people happy. Or your purpose could be your job. It could be your kid. It could be hell. It could be animals, saving animals. Look at, look at, um, Forrest Galante. I think that's his name. Uh, fuck. Well, yeah, he goes all around the world trying to save endangered animals. And I'm, and me, as an animal lover, I can fucking applaud that. I can applaud that because. He enjoys that. He enjoys saving animals, you know, as much as I would love to do that. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I would give too much controversy into it. Even this, I could probably get some controversy into that, you know. But yeah, every 
every day is a is a chance to do better than the last day. So yeah, you're constantly improving, constantly trying to get better. But that does not mean that you should only focus on that. You have to focus on multiple things. But if you can't focus on that, then maybe it's time to sit down, rethink life. You know what I'm saying? Because even a slight reminder of your purpose um, is really good for you. Now, I'm going to talk on a touchy, a touchy uh, subject. Uh, premarital sex. Yes. We using big words out here. Premarital sex. Okay. Me, myself. Um, yes, I already indulged in it. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's, it's pretty fucking good, you know? Me being myself, 15, already having, well, about to be 16, so I'm guessing three years of experience, I guess. Uh, You could call it that. Yeah. I don't remember, 13 to 12, lost it to an older girl. That's another thing. You know, there's a double standard in everything, but it shouldn't be that way. It should be the same fucking thing, like if... um, I've heard cases of a 13-year-old fucking, sorry, not that word, a 13-year-old having relationship, relations with a female teacher that's like 20. Like, bro, that's not bad. He had a fucking drink. No, it is bad, because now that kid's life is ruined, and the teacher's life, if she indulged in that, then she has a fucking problem. And not the, And remember, remember, we're not, we're also thinking about, um... What if that teacher gets pregnant? You know what I'm saying? That teacher gets pregnant? That's a kid. That's another life. And that kid has to be known as, oh, shit. That's the ki- That's the guy that... That's the guy that... That's the kid of another kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, t- it's a tricky situation. Ah. Uh. Very tricky. Now me, uh, there have been close calls. Told my mother about one of them. She doesn't know there was another close call. But it doesn't mean like that. She thought she was pregnant. Not really. I still talk to that friend. Yeah. You can hit it, quit it, but you can't say you never did it. Tell you that much. So to all my nah be she ain't never gonna catch me with no child support. Guleto. If she ever had your phone number, your social media, she's gonna very well gonna get that fucking alimony. Not alimony. She's gonna get that child support out your ass, bro. That thousand dollar check every month. I'm telling you, you know. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough living right now. Like, back then, there weren't this many teen pregnancies. Not a lot, at least. Teen pregnancies go up every fucking year by by a, by a mass percentage. I'm not sure what the numbers are, but I'm pretty sure it's fucking high. Because uh, I'm not dro- name-dropping this girl's name. But if she knows, yeah, I'm talking about you and that little boy. Yeah. 
I have a friend that got pregnant. Yeah. She fucked up her life. She's 17. 17. I mean, she does not know how to... She does not know how to work. She does not have a fucking job. And... Worst thing... Worst thing... Worst thing is... um, She's three weeks pregnant. Hasn't told her mom. Hasn't told the guy. Hasn't told anybody. I think she told me and a couple of other friends. And if she hears this, you better fucking say something, because that's nothing to play with, you know? Yeah, and I, I know some people might skim through this part, but nah. I'm going to keep talking about it, you know? And another thing. Y'all know it was coming to this, bro. It's been insane for four years. <sighs> Why I think Donald Trump is a fucking idiot. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot, bro. Um, there's nothing to say to it, you know? Like, um... You know? Like, we almost went to war this year, bro. Like, world war, you know? Like, yeah, I'm not saying no bullshit. Uh, yeah. Every once in a while... The country almost goes to war, and does go to war. I mean, look at Afghanistan. Look at, look at um. What we did there, you know, like we settled there. There's still a fucking base there, you know. There's still a base there, and look what happened. We got ISIS. They took all those fucking tanks. They sold them for fucking fuel and scrap metal. They used those parts for bombs and fucking guns and all types of equipment. And they fucked with the country for two, three years, four years almost. Until, until like, there's still, there's still, even with this quarantine shit on, I can guarantee you there's going to be another fucking, fucking bombing or some shit, you know? You know? But, you know, that's kind of the way things goes. Things, that's kind of the way things go. You know, everything happens for a reason. I believe that. I believe that, you know? Okay, me, my situation. I'm talking about a recent situation. Well, not really. It's a while. It's a moment. So, yeah. I used to be a student at John F. Kennedy High. Best place to get the dankest fucking cards. (laughs) Now I'm just playing. Somebody Somebody told me to say that on my snap. But yeah, I don't really know that either. If they have the dankest cards, not that I know anything about dank. So, bitch ass ops, I know y'all fucking looking for this. But yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, my my situation. My situation was um. Oh, that's a good ass. That's a good ass opening. Let me let me play that for y'all. Yeah, I think that sets the tone. But yeah, I was a student at John F. Kennedy for about a year and a half. Uh, I had recently gone through a breakup. I won't be naming 
the person at this time, but if she listens to this, um, you know who you are. But yeah, after that, I was completely broken down. But I was also thankful because I had gotten into some problems with some very bad people. So I had to deal with that. So after I was done dealing with everything, I'm not going to name drop anybody. So I started hanging out with ninth graders and shit. And I'm a 10th grader at this point. Well, yeah, 10th grader. Yeah, I'm a 10th grader. And I started hanging out with little ninth graders and shit, you know. Because I was naive. I mean, I still am. I still am naive. I know that. There's things I have to work on, and I'm okay with that, as long as I work on them, you know. But yeah, um, I start hanging with the. Uh, I was already with, what, the stereotypes might say, bad crowd. There's no such thing as a bad crowd. A crowd makes you who you are, and it depends whether you accept the crowd and take part of it, or you decide to go another way. But yeah, moving on, moving on. Uh, fuck, I keep going off topic. Whew. You can hear the frustration in my voice. <laughs> but yeah, um, I started talking to this girl. And at the time, I, I didn't catch feelings really until I lost my hat. Yeah, I was pretty, I still am materialistic, so I was fucking going crazy. Yeah, until Friday, the girl and her other friend come up to me and be like, hey, Daniel, you lost your hat, or no, oh yeah, I like when, uh, it's a little pet peeve, or a little, whatever you want to call it, bro, whatever you guys want to call it, um, I like it when people say Danny, especially a girl saying Danny, like, I don't know, I don't know, it's weird, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing with me. Everything's weird with me, bro. I'm weird. Deal with it. Deal with it. But yeah. Moving on, moving on. So she's like, hey, your hat right here. It was just laying on the ground or whatever, you know. And I, I checked everybody. I was like, hey, you got my fucking hat? You know. In reality, I was just trying to be like all hard and shit, bro. Because I don't want nobody touching my shit. So I was like, yeah. And then I started kicking with them. I got her Instagram, ditched class a couple of times. <laughs> I did a stupid thing, too. It was, um, fuck, now she's really gonna know who, who I'm talking about. I made her stand on the top of the steps. There's a little, what, whatever, floor. There's two floors. No, there's one floor, the upper floor and the lower level. And made her stand on the top, top of the stairs and close her eyes to see if she trusted me. I don't remember why I did that. I was... Fuck. Alright. Alright, whatever. But yeah, I did that. And whatever, whatever. Started talking. And then I finally got the courage to ask her out. And then that's where things took off. We started hanging out every day. Every day, I would walk into her class. It'd be like, you know, and I would give her hugs and shit, you know. This is a really sad note, by the way. This is a, a sad shit, but fuck it. I'm a, I'm, I need to talk about it because I need to get it out of my... It's already out of my system, but 
Something just tells me that somebody's listening to this right now and is having a hard time with dealing with an ex or, yeah, dealing with an ex, you know? And they're not really an ex. I see it, I see it as a, an experience. So, if you say ex, they're your experience, you know? And a partner is a partner for life if they really care about you that way and you and and it has to be mutual a one-sided effort will never work no matter how hard you try no matter how hard you try a one-sided effort will never work it doesn't matter if the balance shifts the balance may shift in power but it will never shift in love because love has to be both ways or else you're just talking to a wall you know (sighs) but yeah uh so and so, started FaceTiming every night. I would fall asleep. And I did that with the other girl too. I miss that. Well, sometimes. But moving on. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my story. So, anyways, um, fuck, it's hard to talk about this, but yeah, um, one day, well, this happened over the course of three days, three or four days, no, five days, a whole week, got me thrown out of, uh, Kennedy. Uh, let's see, was Monday, I... Took it upon myself to arm myself. I had, I had gotten jumped. Uh, the recent week, and I was not feeling up to to not having anything on me. I had gotten jumped, so I took it upon myself to reequip myself with my knife, which I made a promise to somebody that I would never pick it up again unless I had to. But my dumbass decided to take it. My friend, we'll just call him E. E got caught with it, you know. The second time. The other time, we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll just call her T. We'll just call her T. She, uh, she got caught with it and then snitched on E. That's basically what happened, and fuck, I want to name drop this girl so bad, but I won't, because I'll get fucking sued, or whatever, but yeah, my ex decided, and E is our mutual friend, you know, I don't talk to my ex anymore, I hope that I never talk to her again, because it would just be bad, but yes, I, uh, yes, E is our mutual friend, and she took it upon herself to want to go and fight or whatever, or fuck her up, right? And I was walking by at, like, third period or something, and uh, T took it upon herself to to say that uh, my ex was just with me as a joke. So, it doesn't bother me anymore, but yeah, I told my ex about that, 
and she went off, you know, and she got really mad. You know, and I'm not saying this to be a fucking big shot. I'm just saying the fucking story. You know. But yeah. That happened. And then. uh, (laughs) We were already on edge. And the whole situation just got fucked up. Uh, This also takes it back to ninth grade. Ninth grade. I had a lot to prove, you know. Mostly because I got picked on this guy. I'm just going to name him A. A's a bitch. A's a fucking bitch, bro. Everybody been telling me that. Everybody. So, you know who you are. You know who you are. But, yeah. So, A and this other guy named S, which is one of the main... I'm not going to say antagonists, because... Alright, fucking the antagonist. He was antagonizing. Oh, I already got him picked on in eighth, in uh, in sixth and seventh, and it just put me in a really bad place. And eighth grade was a fucking a minefield of emotions. And I'm going into ninth grade, I was really depressed. I always wore hoodies because I wanted to hide, uh, well, you know, things. I wanted to hide my face. I didn't want anybody to see me. But my dad, in ninth grade, he said, it's makeover time. Took my fucking hoodies. Well, not really took my hoodies. He just made me start wearing the stupidest shit ever. Well, I think it's stupid. He might think it's, like, profound. But I love my father, you know? You know? You know? He's a part of me. He always will be. But yeah. Anyways, to the point, to the point. I got made fun of a lot because of the way I dressed, not the way I talked. Everybody knew. Some people knew knew me, you know? They knew what I was about. They know that I wasn't going to be fucked with. But the people that didn't know me didn't know shit about that. And I found out the hard way that you got to prove yourself somehow. Right there, in that moment. You know, everybody has that moment where they think they're not better. That they're not going to... That they're... they're they're not they're not enough for the social crowd, you know. You know. But yeah. That happened. I got picked on a lot. So mid ninth grade, uh S, as you can say, the antagonist, started picking on me. Grabbed me, you know where. And I was really about to fucking kill this fool, you know. And I wanted to, you know. You know, thinking back, I probably could have done it, probably set something up. But I always have this little voice that tells me not to do it. Sometimes I shove shove it out of the way, sometimes I listen to it. It all depends on the moment. That's what I've been saying. The moment is everything. You got to live in the moment. Because if you're not, you're going to be lost. But yeah, S started antagonizing me in ninth grade. Um, it was just dumb, dumb stuff, you know. And I just ignored it. I I went on with my day. I talked to my friends. In ninth grade, I was <laughs> I was trying to get at this one girl. We'll call her A two. 
Yeah. A2. That's a whole other story. I'll get to that next podcast. But yeah. 10th grade rolls around. um, First semester. First semester, I fall in love with this one girl that I had already known from middle school. Ala Vista. Shout out. Shout out OVMS. Yeah. Uh, shout out Mr. Obillo. Yeah. Shout out Mrs. Hubbard. Yeah. All right. End of that. End of that. Um, I fell in love. I thought, well, at least I thought it was love. You know. Sung me happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. She sang for me on my birthday. That was pretty good. Uh-huh. <clears throat> going on, going on. Um, uh, whatever, whatever. Three days or f- no, three weeks after my birthday, um, she breaks up with me. Now, me being the person that I am, I and we were always friends, but we were always we are friends. We are friends, you know. Um. Oh, by the way, this is not A2 or A. This is A3. Damn, I meet a lot of people with the with their first initial being in common. Damn, that's weird. But yeah, A3, you know, that was an experience. But anyways, moving on to the point. Um, uh, she didn't feel the way that I thought she felt about me. So we broke up, whatever, whatever. Now, leading on, this is where it gets interesting. About a month later, I'm with my ex. We'll call her M. Yeah, we'll call her M, you know. And M, uh, let's just say, had a short temper, you know. And everybody has a short temper. I, personally, I have a very, very, like, short fuse, like, if you piss me off, you're gonna get decked, or you're gonna get roasted, either way, you're gonna get something, you know, you know, I'm not gonna stand there and do nothing, but yeah, um, moving on, moving on, fuck, fucking 20 minutes to do this fucking story, shit, but yeah, moving on, um, S was... Fucking with me, you know, calling calling me a bitch, you know. And he was, like, messing with my head, you know. Like, he was, like, it was just every morning, every morning. Like, hey, Scar, I like your music. Let's collab. And all this bullshit. And let me be, be your producer. Boy, you ain't got no fucking skills to be a producer. First of all. Second of all. I need your bitch ass anyway. So, yeah. And... It got to me, it got to me, you know, it made me, and you can call it whatever, your dark side, me, it brings the gangster out of me, the bad part, the evil side, you know, it comes out in the worst times, let's just say that, oh, man, that's a fucking tough story to deliver on, but yeah, so I'm getting mad, I'm getting even more mad every day, and this is also crossing with the with what M and and E 
were already dealing with because T had snitched on E. And M was about to beat the shit out of T. And I was trying to calm her down. Didn't work, you know. You know. But I was going to be there for her, you know. I would be here there. I would be there. Well, I would have been there for anything, you know. But that's what I'm saying. A relationship goes both ways. It is not one-sided. Because if it is, then it's an affair. A one-sided affair. Okay. So, moving on, moving on. Um, blah, 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 blah. Ah, it's a really hard story. <clears throat> so, yeah. Ez calls me out, and I'm done with this shit. So, I go up to him. I'm like, what's up? You know, at lunch, everything goes down at lunch. Every, if you're if you're a student at Kennedy, you know everything goes down at lunch. In the morning and after school. That's when it goes down. Mostly after school. But at lunch, it's key. It's prime time. Everybody with their phones out all the time. So it takes them three seconds to take a picture. Or it takes them five seconds to record. Or at the same time. It doesn't matter. So that's where everything blows up. Everything... Gets blown out of proportion. And the... Where, what I'm saying, the crowd... It influences you in a different way. You know what I'm saying? And there's no wrong or right crowd, you know? You could say that it's a wrong crowd. Maybe it's just not for you. Maybe you're not in the right one. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, moving on. I was like, fight me. What's up? You know, I don't give a fuck that you're on the baseball team. I don't give a fuck. You know, and I still don't give a fuck, like... If he still has a problem with me, bro, send the fucking Addy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, he's got enough problems right now. But yeah. Uh, and, you know, things are said out of anger that they don't mean. But I heard a rumor that he, he, uh, he liked to hit females or some shit. I don't know. But yeah, that already had me like, like, I hate this dude. You know what I'm saying? I hate this dude. But then again, rumors are rumors. You can't always assume the worst. You got to get to the, you got to get to the point. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm getting to the point. I'm getting to the point. I know people are screaming on their fucking, on their microphone, on their, on, in, out in the room telling me, get to the fucking point. Why does this matter? And it matters. So yeah, he said Oh, I'll slap, I'll slap your bitch, or whatever, I'll hit your bitch, whatever. I'm like, what? What, motherfucker? And I wish my friend hadn't taken me away from that fucking thing. I would have fucking strangled the shit out of him, beat the shit out of him. And I don't give a fuck, like, I hate when people try to gang up on you and shit with their, with their clique or whatever, their friends or their, their so-called homies, you know what I'm saying? You know? That all. It is what it is. It is what it is, you know. And I got pulled away. I started saying the stupid shit. And M was throwing some shit, you know, whatever, whatever. But yeah. I started going on like, we gotta find this fool's place. We gotta find him. Hey, fool, I need a strap. I need this. I need that, you know. And that's not the way to go about things. Guns do not solve problems. They don't solve shit. They just... And people can say that it solves peace, but 
nobody knows what peace is until they actually have it, you know? Because once you have it, you don't want peace. You want things to be action, so-called action. But that's that's bullshit. Down, at the end of the day, what are you going to do with action? You need every other... You need every other emotion too. You can't be happy all the time. You can't be fucking happy all the time. And nobody's happy all the time. I know this. Anybody who's saying is a liar. Nobody can be happy all the time. Unless God has blessed you with a certain with a unless God has blessed you with to be happy all the time. Because inconveniences can happen to anybody. Anybody. Look at Idris Elba. I hope I really hope I said that right. Fuck. He has corona. Look at Tom Hanks. He has corona. You know, and that goes back to my point. Keeping your sanity. Okay, wrap up the story. Um, I did some dumb shit. I got down with him, you know, and and then we got down again. We got down again at lunch. Not the same day, obviously. A one day passed, and it was already a lot of heat, you know, and mm. was trying to calm me down, you know. She was really trying to calm me down somewhat, you know, to a degree. To a degree, I I felt I could have I could have avoided the fight, you know. But I don't regret what I did. I don't regret what I did. I do not regret what I did. I'm glad that I got down with him in the second period, I believe it was, or third period. I don't know. And then at lunch comes around. Uh, I got word that S's girlfriend, which is ironically A2, which I tell you about A2, she was the girl that I was trying to get in ninth grade, but told rumors about me, you know? And I liked that shit. So I already had bad blood toward her. It got word around that she was going to jump M. And I was like, at the time, I was like, fuck that. Like, fuck that. He wants to fuck with my girl and tell his girl to jump, jump her with all these little cheerleader bitches. I was like, fuck that. Fuck that. You know? So, and he was, and he was clicked up. You know, he had the baseball team right there. He had some of the bangers, so-called bangers, you know? And me, meanwhile, me. Oh, and he had already got into a problem with E, which is from, nah, should I say his? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. But he's from a certain gang. He was from a certain gang, you know? Was. Or I think. I don't know. I don't remember. And he, and S, we walked by him before lunch, and he was already dissing him. So, my friend E, he was he's always with me, you know what I'm saying? He's always by my fucking side. He's always by my fucking side. He's my brother. He's my fucking ride or die, bro. I'll trust a bitch. I'll trust his word over any bitches, you know. And I'm not talking about my family, you know. Obviously, I'm going to have to think twice there, you know what I'm saying. But, like, a random hole in the street, I'm a fucking... I'm not going to trust their word over his. Not for shit. So, yeah. But, going off the point, fuck. I've been talking for, like, 40 minutes almost. Um. <clears throat> uh, going... Uh, coming back to the point, uh, he dissed his S dissed E's gang, so that was a big fucking no no. Where where I come from and where everybody in the valley comes from, you don't diss the gang 
Unless you got something to fucking prove. And if you ain't from no set, you better shut your fucking mouth. You know? That's the word. That That's what you got to remember, too. You know, you got to... Street... Street rules. That's another thing. Street rules are very different from the modern. You know? You could go here, but don't wear this fucking color. You could go here, but don't walk this way. You know what I'm saying? Don't walk that way, you know? And it's a very difficult time. I know this. I know I know people are fucking are like they're sick of the gangs and all the bullshit in LA. You know, and I get sick of it too, you know? Like you don't think all these gangsters are kind of, are sick of it? It goes back to what Nipsey Hustle said in an interview he was doing with TMZ, I think. Nobody wants the gang life forever. Everybody gets sick of it. Everybody does. There's only there's like Eight percent, eight percent, or five percent of those type of people that still want the gang life, that are down for that shit, they will put it over their family, and that's not right, you know. That's not right. But it, that depends, also. Like I have family members that I don't talk to, cause um, we just drifted apart, you know. And that happens. It's supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen. You're supposed to drift to grow, you know. And and uh, if they really want to, if they matter to you, you'll get back to them, you know. You're not going to be fucking not talking forever or some bullshit. You're going you're gonna to eventually end up talking to them again, you know. But that goes on to the point. That goes on to the point. Um... Fuck, what was I saying? But yeah, he dissed the gang. And that was a big no-no. And my friend, let's call him A, A original. A original. And I'm not talking about a true original. <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about my friend. And let's call this J original. J original. Uh, J original. Uh was a future from Columbus. And um uh A original A original uh has family members from Pacoima and that was a big fucking no no to diss Pacoima right there. You know? And I don't even know if they're still friends. I don't even know. I, I've been gone for so long. It's been three months since my last visit to Kennedy. I mean, yeah, I visited Kennedy. But that was for another reason. I'll get to that. I'll get to that in another podcast. There's a lot of stuff I have to get off my chest. Not including a guest. Hopefully I'll have a guest on the show pretty soon. But yes. Oh, fuck. I'm calling this a show. It's not even a show. Okay. Go on to the point. I walk up to him alone. Alone. And he's clicked up with like 20, 30 dudes. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Because I'm here to settle shit. Because when I heard that they were going to jump M, I did. I was very pissed off. But I calmed myself. I recollected my feelings. You know, I didn't let that get in the way. You know. Oh, damn, you get pissed off sometimes, don't you, Daniel? Oh, I'm sorry. I talk to myself sometimes. I'm a weirdo like that. Yeah. So anyways... Going on to the point, um, 
Mm. I'm tired already. I must be a bitch, but I <laughs> But yeah, I go up to him alone. And I'm just trying to settle this shit, you know? Like, we can handle this. I was like, we can handle this right now. We can handle it anywhere. I don't give a fuck. But you do not go after my girl. And yes, it is stupid to fight over someone you're not married to. It is stupid. Unless they're your, your friend. And you're tight like that. Or unless they're your girlfriend of more than more than a couple months. It's stupid to not to, to fight over somebody like that. And even then, even if it's got a couple months, you know, that go that goes back to the point of this conversation. Your your purpose, whether it be to make somebody happy, you gotta make sure that you're making them happy, but you're keeping yourself sane. You're keeping your mentality intact. To make sure you don't go off the rails. That's the whole point. Do not sacrifice your sanity for anybody. Anybody. Do not sacrifice that sanity. Because at the end of the day, all we have is our sanity, our health, and our family. Damn, that's a good-ass bar. <laughs> that's a good-ass bar. I can say that right now. All we got is a sanity and a family. E, E, whatever, but yeah, um, and he was like, whatever, get the fuck out of here, and I hate when people say this shit, it still gets to me, I fucking hate when people mispronounce my last name, but if they do it with, with intent to fuck with me, that just, it just pisses me off, and it does make me go crazy, it does make me go a little crazy, off the rails even, insane maybe, Little baby. But yeah. Uh, going back to what I was saying. <clears throat> Voices breaking like a bitch. Yeah. So I turn around. He spilled his fucking drink. And me. And th this is what I'm saying. I ignore the little voice sometimes when I have to. And when, where I was raised. Do not ever let anyone disrespect you. Do not let anyone disrespect you. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you have to take it if it's your boss. But if it's another punk on the street, you gotta stand up for yourself. You can't be you can't let somebody else mess with you and think they own you. Cause I wasn't raised like that. And I know a lot of people that aren't raised like that. You know? And there's some people that don't see it that way. They just see it as walking away. Me, there's situations where you can walk away. This situation. I didn't have a choice. I took off my sweater, slicked back my hair, and I was like, what's fucking good? <laughs> you know, and I was about to jump over the table when a fucking cop stepped in front of me, and then I see the staff. I'm like, fuck. And, uh, <clears throat> y'all know the the girl that I, that I was with in uh, the first semester? Source so and so, she was standing right there, as the cop put my hands behind my back and walked me to the office and questioned me. It broke my, <clears throat> it broke my heart to see her in tears. And you know, and it was really fucked up. It was really fucked up because 
I had ghosted her because I wanted to protect her, so and so. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> I saw her in tears, you know. And M, I texted her. I was like, I forgot what I said. <laughs> I forgot what I said because I deleted the messages. It's good. It's good that I deleted the messages because now I can't constantly look at them. You know, I'm over it. You know, it doesn't bother me as much. But yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. And everything, you know. I was like, tell your tia or whatever. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm Mexican. I'm Mexican, Salvadorian, and uh, Spaniard. Uh, but yeah. Uh, moving on to the point. Moving on. Fuck. The point. What is the point? Fuck. <clears throat> Uh, I said, uh, uh, find your tia, tell her to pick you up earlier, or something. They're making me, uh, go away. That's what I told her. And I was just, and she said, I'm sorry, Danny, but I can't keep doing this anymore. There's so much drama and bullshit. And for the first time, I told her I love her. And that's a very mis misworded use to say I love you. Cause if you don't really mean it in that in the <sighs> if you don't really mean it in the sense that you want want it to be, if it's if it doesn't go both ways, then that's not love. That's obsession. That is obsession. And that's where it goes to a really bad point. <sighs> but yeah. And I let down my mom. I let down my dad. I let down my grandpa. My grandma, she's too busy for all that bullshit. You know, she has to work. And she's uh, in her 70s, still working. No, not her 70s, her 60s, her late 60s, still working, trying to pay off the mortgage, trying to get that retirement check, you know what I'm saying? The what's the word? Fuck my 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 brain, it just goes pause sometimes, you know, not like a like a, a certain pause and it fucks up everything. But yeah. I let down everybody that day. I let down everybody that day. I was at my lowest. The lowest point. Not in my life. There, I have been lower, but I was broken. I was very depressed. And for the first time in what seemed like a lot of months, uh, my dad and my mom had come together and their divorce, you know, it doesn't affect me, but they came together and they wanted to know why, why I fucking started a fight. You know? And I'm not gonna lie. I was already fucked up because I got jumped. I was already fucked up because I got jumped uh, on Friday. And this was a week forward to this. Fuck. Oh, my God. But anyways, uh, I was I was looking really fucked up. My uh, I had a chipote on uh, the right side of my head. <laughs> And my ribs were pretty fucked up. They were already fucked up, but uh, and when I got in the first fight, uh, it, it fucked me up even more. 
yeah. After my dad left and we had a talk, I talked with my mom and I broke down. I wanted to fucking fall. Almost. And I'm like five seven, five eight, and my mom was five two. Five two, five three. Um <laughs> And she was barely, like, holding me because I just wanted to fucking fall at that point. And I was just crying. And, you know, it's natural to cry, you know. I don't like, I don't like that fucking stereotype where, oh, a man is supposed to cry. Everybody fucking cries. It doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman. I don't give a fuck about your gender. You have to cry eventually. You have to get those feelings, those feelings of self-doubt, those feelings of feeling your worth is you have to get them out someplace you have to get them out whether you talk about it you cry about it you suffer alone you can't suffer alone you have to have someone to talk about it because otherwise you're gonna lose yourself but yeah you're gonna lose your sanity but yeah to the bigger point beyond sanity it's all about It's like life is a river. We're constantly taking routes. We're constantly shifting, you know. Everything is constantly changing. You know, that goes to beyond the point. Life, life is, life is not a lie. But I will say one thing. Death is the truth. Because it affects life. And life affects death as well. <laughs> and people hate death. But there, there is a release to it. But you got to remember. And this is going even more deep into the conversation. Suicide is a real thing. Suicide is very serious. And it's nothing to joke about. It's nothing to joke about. Um, <clears throat> you know? Oh. Mm. Oh. Is that a tear? Fuck. And me, I'm different. Like, I handle grief with... Um, I've always blocked it out with uh, uh, comedy. I think most people do. Well, not most people. Some people, you know. But going on to the point. Um, yeah. When someone commits suicide, they leave behind a legacy, you know. And that's really messed up. So do not commit suicide for anyone watching this. Do it. Get help. If you... If you commit suicide, then you're hurting your family. You're hurting your friends. Yeah, you won't feel anything. You won't be here. But guess who has those feelings of sadness now? Your mother, your father, your cousins, your little brother, your little sister, your dog, your fucking fish, your frog. They feel that. Everybody feels that. You know, I had a friend that committed suicide. (laughs) 
Yeah. I had a friend that died right in front of me. Right in front of me. That changed me. For the better, though. Because now I'm here. I'm here. I'm talking about this. Because I need to spread the truth, you know? But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 <laughs> mm. But anyways, going back to the story. I had broken down in my mother. I cried for maybe 20, 30 minutes. Say, I wish I could get her back. But now that I think of it, I'm glad that, that I didn't get back together with her. I'm glad. Because there are people that will come into your life that are horrible they are horrible they are horrible people and you will think that they're the one for you they're not they're not do not chase an ex if they <laughs> if they really love you they'll come back to you you know <sighs> but yeah I broke down in front of my mother, cried. And it had already been a long time since we even talked. Because I had barely moved back in two months. We talked, yeah, but it just wasn't the same. Because I had spent almost a year away from her. That goes on to another point that I will get to in another time. At another time. But yes... <clears throat> what is the point? What is the purpose? My purpose and sanity. Do not lose yourself trying to find your purpose so quickly. There's a thing called putting work, but what's the point of work if it's useless? You know what I'm saying? So that's what it's all about. Keeping your sanity. Keeping your mentality in order. Well, yes. This has been Daniel Jaden Panameño. Danny, whatever. The real Scar. Yeah, you know, it's the real Scar. Yeah. Um. Bye, everybody. I hope you have a good week. Um. This will be posted wherever, I guess. So, yeah.